Hello, my name is David Day, and on behalf of my co-author Lisa Dragoni, we'd like to share with you a few short videos about our article recently published in the Annual Review of Organizational Psychology and Organizational Behavior. The topic of this article was leadership development, and particularly taking an outcomes-oriented approach to understanding how time and levels of analysis influence leadership development. So one of the first organizing principles that we used in this article was that of levels of analysis, specifically distinguishing between leader development and leadership development. These things happen at different levels and they involve different outcomes. So when we talk about leader development, what are we referring to? What's a concise definition of leader development? Well, the one that we've adopted for the article is that leader development is the expansion of individual capacity to be effective in leadership roles and process. Note that the focus of that definition is on expanding capacity, not necessarily effectiveness. That's how the capacity is applied. A different organizing principle that we used in the article is that of time. Things change at different speeds when we talk about leader development or leadership development. And what we've attempted to do is to try to identify things that happen more proximally and distinguish them from things that happen more distally in developmental processes. When we talk about more proximal outcomes of leader development, one is this notion of skills and competencies. And that's something that's pretty standard in the literature. But we've augmented that with another important aspect of leader development, and that is self-views. When we talk about leader self-views, we're really referring to three things. And these things can be expanded on as the research and the literature evolves. But we're talking about leader self-awareness, we're talking about leadership self-efficacy, and we're talking about leader identity. These are important processes that support the development of skills and competencies. So when we talk about leader development from both a research as well as a practical standpoint, we need to focus on, first, those proximal outcomes. Now, what shapes those things, competencies and self-views? It's really not the intervention itself or the experience itself. What is antecedent to that is what the individual capabilities someone brings into that context, which are shaped by the experience and the intervention. More long-term, more distal outcomes, we've looked to developmental psychology in things like hierarchical complexity, around dynamic skills theory, around sophisticated sense-making that are much more difficult and long-term to bring about, but nonetheless are important in terms of matching the complexity of leaders with the complexity in their environments. These are much more longer-term, more holistic kinds of outcomes in leader development. The proximal outcomes of self-use and skills and competencies lead to these longer-term outcomes as they are matched to the practice and support that leaders have across time. In the next video, I'll elaborate more on the practical implications associated with this framework for leader development.